welcome to the DC Beer Show, everybody. We are at DC Beer across social media, and it's Happy July PA to everybody. Mike Stein, I assume that you are not drinking a July PA. What's in your glass this evening? I am drinking aged on oak. Imperial Stout aged on rum-infused oak staves. A Soul Mega and Three Stars Brewing Company collaboration. It's got, I don't know if it has a diamond in the back or a sunroof top, but it's got some nice wood grain paneling. Beautiful can. Um, so yeah, shout out to Soul Mega and Three Stars Brewing Company. Brandy, our birthday babe. How you doing? You drinking, hey. you drinking a high quality H2O? What do you got over there? I'm not drinking anything. I haven't been drinking much. I've been not feeling super duper, but um, I did swing into other half today for lunch and uh, from Aleteri, brought some Aleteri with me and had one of the new West Coast IPAs with Chinook uh, hops called music, Chin Music, which I don't really get the name, but it was pretty good. Very fragrant. Um, and while I was there... While I was ordering my beer, two randos just happened to walk in, Bill DeBon and Aaron Morrissey. And I was like, hey, hey, guys, what's up? So I took a random uh, photo bomb picture with everybody, So, which I'm assuming you guys saw uh, on, the in- on the Instagrams and the Twitters today, thanks to Jake's quick posting. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not drinking. I might, I might open a beer. You know what I wish I had? That Pivo Pilsner from uh, Three Stars. I wish I had a can of that. I'd, I'd, I'd mess with that right now. But no. Jake, what are you drinking? Brandy, chin music is a sports ball reference. It's when a pitcher throws ah, a ball. That's why I don't get it. And like it like almost <laughs> hits the batter in the head, but it doesn't. It kind of tickles their chin, and they call it chin music. Ah, thanks for educating you me on welcome. the sports balls. The first one's free, kids. <laughs> Um, I'm going to combine <laughs> Brandy's Pilsner and Stein's Aged on Oak because I have here from Norfolk, Virginia, Back Bay Brewing Company out of their farmhouse, an oak-aged Czech lager. That is, and Stein, I'm going to butcher this, then come in and correct me, Nefil Trovani. Nefil nef, Trovani. There no we go. Filtered. Yes. No filter, unfiltered in yeah. the English parlance. It is unpasteurized, unfiltered, Moravian malt, all Saz hops, so many Saz hops. Um, Ooh, I love Saz it's, hops. It's got um, like a hop in the world. It's got a lot of oak to it. It's it's hoppy. It's got like like barnyard, almost like saison-y kind of funk to it. It's attenuated. Um, I was probably kicking. It's probably like, like a thirteen, not a ten or a twelve. Um, but back Back Bay Brewing in you know in Virginia in that Tidewater Norfolk area, you have my attention. All right, come back to me. Come back to me. I decided to open a beer because of peer pressure, which wasn't really a thing just now, but I decided to open a beer. Uh, beer folk unite. Light beer so by Associate Associate. Oh, Brandy. From San Diego. I love That's San Diego. Society. Oh, is it? Oh, is that? Oh, society. Oh, by society. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. however you say it, Nefiltrovani. Society. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Let's see. I haven't Let's had see. this one. Who gave me this? I'm assuming it was Jake. Jake. Oh, it might have been Greg. Nope. No, that was definitely Jake. That this was a Jake. A... But yes, shout out to the good oh. folks at uh, Society um, making light lager. It is a light beer. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Speaking of, our, our dear friend, Greg Parnas, uh, no longer lives in the district. He left us for Vermont. So um, Greg's going to be up there probably bringing us lovely Vermont beer back down. But uh, shout out to Greg. Hope your move was great. Miss you. Greg posts pictures sometimes of like, oh, I'm at the grocery store. Do you want a heady topper? I can buy like a case of heady topper right now. Greg, <laughs> fuck you. We miss you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Love it. So Stein, you got yourself over to three stars? I took my sorry behind all the way up to Chillum Place. And I got not one, but two cases of Chillum Light. And I was telling uh, brewer Meth Gunna Singh, hey man, I heard you got Pivo, uh, a seller series, new seller series beer came out because you, Mr. Jacob Berg, had alerted me to, uh, to it. And this seller series, P10 Pivo, Czech Pale Lager. So the 10P stands for 10 Play-Doh, and uh, it's a way to measure the strength of beer. Um, and the Czech Pale Lager was just absolutely humming, 4.8% ABV, just fresh baked bread, really nice baguette style, bready, doughy, crackery goodness. And then the Zotz Hops, that wonderful, spicy, match sticky, little minty, like straight herbs from the garden on the hop, hoppy snappiness. And uh, I took my wife, so Mrs. Stein and I went and we cruised through. We were only supposed to have one beer, but the Pivo was so good we had to crush two pints because we just about finished the first one before it could not be cold. And then I said to Meth and Lynn, I got a big hug from Lynn. Shout out to Lynn. We love you, Lynn. Um, I filled two crowlers with Pivo, and it was so good it didn't make it to July 4th because July 3rd, it was like, hey, this beer's not going to get any fresher. Let's drink this Chesky Pivo style Schwelti Le Jacques, or pale lager, as they say in Czechia, in the Czech Republic. 4.8% uh, ABV, just like the perfect strength. Very different from this three stars aged on oak 9% Imperial Stout, which I also love. I'm seeing Imperial Stouts at like 15, 16, maybe a flat Black Tuesday at 18%. Um, <laughs> but this Imperial Stout, hey, hey, with uh, Soul Mega is wonderful. And three stars not only had the collaboration aged on oak with Soul Mega there, they also had Birds of a Feather. Uh, which is a fruited sour beer with Sankofa Brewing Company. So massive shout out to Mike and Meth and all the other brewers whose names I'm forgetting at three stars uh, for having not one but two black-owned beer company collaborations on draft. Um, Aged on Oaks also available to go in cans. Uh, just a wonderful visit to three stars. Been a hot minute since I was there. Their beer hall looks as beautiful as ever. Just, just a wonderful time sipping beer and buying beer to go at the very same moment mike that you were at three stars brandy and i were at streetcar 82 we were i wanted to have a tiny little birthday celebration on my birthday on sunday 
and um, it was uh, the best place to go outside. And uh, we, I saw Mark. Mark came by. And, uh, oh, and they're so proud. Streetcar 82 won the Brewers games that happened in Maryland, which is this gathering of all the brewers, breweries, um, or the, at least the ones that signed up. And they do all these, like, random Olympic-type uh, um, games, uh, but, like, with beer things. Like, well, like, rolling kegs of beer and, like, lifting kegs. It's just very interesting. And uh, But they won, and they're very excited and proud about it. And uh, they, uh, they, Mark made me take a birthday picture with the belt. <laughs> Championship. <laughs> yeah, so... Wait, Brandy, so does, this, to Streetcar. does yeah. this mean that Streetcar 82 is the best brewery out of the 129 breweries in Maryland? Well, <laughs> I don't know who all participated all right. in the Brewers games, but out of the ones that did, they crushed it. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> right. I, exactly, right. exactly. Jake. Before this weekend, before this July 4th weekend slash Brandy's birthday weekend, the weekend before we were at Saver. We were. What are your, what are your, what's your recap? What are your thoughts on Saver? We hit Mr. Berg. Beer prom. Um, I feel like there are certainly some growing pains uh, with regards to the anthem and the spacing. Um, I would say more so upstairs than downstairs. I give the BA a ton of credit for throwing the event, went off without a hitch. It's great. Um, I'd like, there was ample food, uh, which was, I thought, really nice to see. Um, and much of it was of better quality because the Anthem has kitchens. And as discussing with Bill Butch in our previous podcast, the building museum doesn't. But the building museum has this cool, grand, majestic space. And I thought like the flow was better in the building museum. And so should this come back to the Anthem in uh, 2023, uh, I think they'll probably redo and rework some of how that space is used because it got crowded, especially upstairs, but even also downstairs, just kind of like between tables and such. But you know what? A good, a good, a good time was had. It's just really nice to be out and about and to see people uh, that, you know, at least I hadn't seen in uh three-ish years and so you know and so it's fun that you get to shoot the shit with some of the area brewers um mike mccarthy at vibrissa like you know great hang and as um mike stein pointed out and you know where else can you drink an 18 percent um flat uncarbonated um imperial stout which by the way is delicious so yeah and no one got covid <laughs> right yeah like i took yeah. I, I took i took a rapid on friday before the event and then like five days later i took another rapid uh, you know no no symptoms but just because you can get rapid tests at your local public library shout out to dcpl and all the good folks doing logistics that make make that happen yeah negative negative um it, it does not appear to have been a super spreader event which is more than i can say for um another uh social engagement I had that weekend, the American Library Association annual meeting. Um, and if you just do a Twitter search for ALA and COVID, um, you'll see some unpleasantness. Uh, something to be said for high ceilings. So kudos to the BA and to Saber. 
Yeah, and Saver requiring or the anthem requiring vaccinations, I I assumed help because that could have easily been a super spreader. I mean, there were a lot of people in there. Um, I started I started avoiding getting the beer. I actually didn't drink much at Saver because I just kind of stood over to the side. <laughs> I stood by the stage because the DJ was there was one DJ on this ginormous stage. Um, but he was crushing it. He was fantastic. He played everything from uh, like Steely Dan to like Missy Elliott to Karungba. Like he just, it was, it was so good. Um, but I had a good time. A lot of people there, and uh, I'd go again. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like getting dressed up. <laughs> I think the interesting part of these festivals, which we're seeing coming back, I'm thinking of um, Queer Beer Fest. Uh, the week which I think was the week prior to Saver. So like June 16th and June 26th, maybe 10 days earlier, two two weeks before, yeah. Um, so two weeks and then Queer Beer, two weeks later, Saver. Um, what's awesome is we're seeing beers pop up around town. So obviously not as much beer, not as many breweries were at the Queer Beer Festival, but I did see some like uh, Chicago's Mraz Brewing Company. Um, I spotted some of them at the Craft Beer Cellar on H Street just today. And then also there was uh, some Wild East brewing at Craft Beer Cellar, and that was a result of Savor. Um, and Jake kind of, you kind of pointed out that um, it seems, you know, Savor, the week surrounding Savor has kind of turned into a mini event comparatively to some uh, other events, which, you know, might not have sold as many tickets or has done as well. So it seems that um, brewers are sort of taking advantage of DC's um, importation uh, system and leaving some beers behind after the Saver Festival, after Queer Beer Festival. And it's just nice to see in, in that regards, um, you know, the future of DC may also be the past in that these breweries that we love but have such a hard time finding in town are going to leave some of their wares in the district uh, once the festival's over, once uh, the food savor craft beer and food experience is kaput for the year. On that note, we do have a save the date for um, the next big outdoor shindig in D.C. Stick around the weekend of October 7th and 8th because we're pretty, pretty sure that's when Snallygaster is going to happen. I feel like by this time last year, NRG had already made that announcement and they were kind of teasing things on social media, perhaps even like um, putting up like tickets and you know, some mention of breweries, things happening a little slower this year. Uh, but I, I think like that, that first full weekend in October, which means that you'll see a few more of those out of town breweries in town sprinkling goodies, um, you know, at better beer stores. So shout out to Odd Provisions, Hop Cask and Wine, um, Craft Beer Cellar, your usual suspects. But for this upcoming next weekend, Maryland's going to do the Beer, Wine, and Spirits Festival at the Montgomery County Fairgrounds. And so, like, you know, obviously, like, not Snally, uh, but you're going to get, like, a little bit of everything. I think, like, you'll see, like, 20-ish breweries, um, 15, 10 distilleries. I know Brandy's favorites, McClintock, are going to be there. Uh, I love yeah, McClintock. as well as yes. Brandy's favorite rum. <laughs> oh, down at Lion Distilling. Lion, hey, Jamie. Yeah. I was just talking about her today. See? Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and here we are. There'll be Maryland wineries there as well. 
Maryland wine doesn't really hit the price point for me, but you should pet pony up and then, you know, kind of go around and, and sample some stuff. Drink some Maryland Merlot, Cab Franc, unusual white wines. Go see what's what. Well, and I think the great thing about this event is that I I have a couple of friends who aren't beer people, and I'm not a wine person. I I cannot really get behind wine. And so I would like for them to come to some beer things, but it's just beer. So I think this this will be good for, you know, if you have that little group of friends that want to get together and one person is there mostly for the wine or the gin or the beer. So I think that's cool. But uh, may, maybe you'll see Jake and I there. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, 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 keep, we'll keep you updated. Yeah. And they're also <laughs> selling stuff to go. So like if you it's kind of try before you buy. Like if you see like a particular bottle of uh, spirits of wine, try it. You like it. You can buy it right then and there too. So win-win. That's, That's really smart. cool. And a really unique model too. Um, you know, honestly, it's the cheese for me. Um, if you got that, that $2,000 wheel of cheese, I'm there. You're just, you're just going to roll it home? <laughs> take it back on 395. You know, Mike, you live very close to Erewhine. You should probably get with their cheesemongers and see next time they actually crack like a ginormous wheel of Parmesan. It makes a very satisfying sound mm. and then the store smells you know, delightful. I'm I'm buddies with the cheesemongers, mongers plural, and every time I ask them for a wheel of cheese, they always ask me for money. Um, so it's kind of a deal breaker, you know. I uh, I just don't have the fifteen hundred to cough up for the Parmigiano Reggiano. You don't you don't tell them for official. exposure. This is this is this is, this is for exposure. <laughs> it's not payment. <laughs> DCwine.dccheese.com. So what's going on this weekend, everybody? We I. Uh... I've been kind of out of it. It's uh, I uh, maybe maybe I'm distracted by all the fireworks still going off literally right now at eight o'clock on the Tuesday, the day after Fourth uh, of July. <sighs> Bless the good folks of Northeast for launching fireworks when it's still light out and you can't see anything. Um, I don't know why you bamboos uh, do that. I, um, you gotta wait until nine. You can hear them though. Yeah, <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, so Montgomery County Fairgrounds, we got Growing Fortify, Beer Wine Spirits Fest, Atlas, Ivy City Tap Rooms closed for the moment. Oh, yeah, damn good IPA party down at uh, Half Street. Uh, I believe what is it? It's like thirty or fifty bucks, and then it's like all you can drink. Damn good IPA, um, damn good burgers from Big Buns, um, Andy's Pizza's there too. Uh, the beer itself is a Big Buns collab, and it's got a damn massive amount of like C30 and C60, like East Coast malt. Uh, think of it kind of like Dogfish 60 Minute. Um, it's kicking off like a lot of those kind of like old school notes. Important to note that you don't have to drink exclusively that. You can also drink beer and wine. Other Atlas beers, wine. I heard that Other Half in D.C. is uh, releasing some very special beers this weekend. Well, the other locations are also going to be releasing these beers, but uh, D.C. will have cans. So if you want to go snag those, make sure uh, make sure you uh, get get going because they'll probably sell it pretty quickly. But they're potato-themed. There's tater... Taters or tater, uh, loaded, fully loaded baked potato, um, ladkas, like stuff like that. So uh, very funny names because, you know, other half always does food themed. 
Uh, so keep an eye out for that and go snag those cans. I think they're going to be pretty popular. Pretty, pretty, pretty popular. Are these beers brewed with potatoes? I don't know. Is this know. like a full steam carver situation? Brewery out of maple? Like, like where, where, where are we going with this? Or is this just like... I, I, I should have gotten more intel. That's their but, thing. Uh, that's, that, that's, yeah, they, they keep hush-hush until they, they post it. So, um, yeah, we'll... We'll, we'll find out eventually. <laughs> I, I don't know, Jake. Did Jumbo Slice have real Jumbo Slices in it? You know what, Stein? No one likes a Weisenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am's what I am's. I'm going to be's what I be's. And uh, right now, that is a very, very hungry caterpillar. I'll just say that on food-themed beers... You've got blue crab, you've got jumbo slice from other half, but they also had uh, going back to 2017, I want to say churros for breakfast from DC Brow Brewing, which I think was actually entered in the uh, battle for the barrel age beer at Boundary Stone. I believe that year the uh, the barrel selection was rum, and so I think the churros for breakfast came out of rum barrels, but I don't think that beer actually had any churros. In it, it had cinnamon and some other, um, you know, sort of uh, churro-esque flavoring adjuncts. Um, and then similarly, DC Brow's Your Pet Cow had no cow in it, you know, uh, uh, so. But was it a milk yeah, Ah, you got me there. There was uh-huh. lactose in it. There yeah. was lactose in it. Yep, yep. That was, that was the rub. So I feel like we've been mentioning like an awful lot of like outdoor or I guess in Atlas's case, indoor-outdoor spots. If you like air conditioning, because um, it's July and it's about to be really disgusting out, uh, the Sovereign's now open seven days a week and Monday through Friday, 5 to 6.30, happy hour, which means like $5 De La Sen, Terrace Boba, Sinner Beer, maybe Allagash White, something else pretty cool, um, a nice... Well, air conditioned, dim, dark spot. If you are goth or a vampire, uh, might be a good might be a good place to check out. Should you find yourself in the Georgetown area, long describe the vibes as vampire chic. So, if you are a night walker, be you a carpet walker, a crypt keeper, or a cellar maker, check out the Sovereign. Um, it's also where uh, the DC Homebrewers meeting is going to be this month, July. Um, so yeah, check out DC Homebrewers. Go see our good friend Mike Lestort, um, who may or may not be pouring some of his fine uh, libations at at Sovereign uh, for the Homebrewers meeting. I heard a rumor that he just brewed a quad and then used these second runnings to make a small beer after that. Again, uh, that's just facts. a rumor. That's facts, as the I kids heard. say. Oh, I can't confirm or deny. Yeah, I'm just putting it out there. I was just at Mike Lestort's last week. And because uh, he got a, he had a brand new traditional pizza oven installed in his backyard. So he, we went over and we didn't drink any of Mike's homebrew, which we usually do when we go to his house. But he just fed us Sapwood Cellar beer the entire night, which I'm perfectly happy about. <laughs> Fate's yeah. worse than death over there. Oh, yum. I actually have this week off from work. So, Jake, because I hate going to Georgetown. I loathe. I loathe it. But I'd be willing to go have a beer if you be down to join me. Uh, I'd, I'd uh, think about going to Georgetown to go to the Sovereign. I haven't been there in a very long time. This podcast drops on Friday. 
let's you and I talk Friday afternoon, then perhaps we can celebrate the podcast going live over the Sovereign's happy hour. Nice. Count me in. If I were to join you, I will do that weird masking thing where I have my mask on the whole time and then I peel it off and take a sip and put it back on. That's how I successfully navigated the World Beer Awards judging. <laughs> Shout out to Sarah Jane Curran, who also judged, um, as well as a whole host of others. I hope I'm allowed to say that. I don't who think won? the judging was Besides secret. you and Sarah Jane. I cannot say because I legitimately don't know. But when they finished in D.C., they were headed, <laughs> I, I really don't know, they were headed to London, and they had completed the leg in, like, I want to say Tokyo, and then Brazil was, like, the next day, or maybe it was Chile, or they finished Chile and Brazil, like, Rio de Janeiro judging, I want to say, was the next day. So they, it's really the World Beer Awards, like, straight up, like, you know, they knocked out Toronto, and they are like, all right, D.C.'s next, and then they were done with D.C., and it was either, like, Brazil or England, so, yeah, I don't even know if they have announced yet. Oh, it's um, like you didn't hop on the Concorde? Like, jet over? <laughs> I hopped on John Hall's <laughs> private jet. He was like, we're taking the PJ. I was like, oh, we're going. And he was like, no, no, private jet. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I wish. Don't I wish. I that's the that's the move I was using at the dentist earlier because I kept I'm so thirsty so it just kept sneaking little sips of water under my mask at the dentist this morning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my. <laughs> While I was waiting. That's my yeah. standard uh, whenever I'm out and in indoors. We'll call it the Stein. Call it the Stein. I'm happy. Stein time. Yeah. That means Stein you're move. Stein time. That means you're running 16 to uh, an hour and 32 minutes late. And speaking of running an hour or 32 minutes late, I think we're going to wrap up here. We'll actually have like guests and such. Not next week, because that's Sarah Jane's Shine Time, Beer Me Radio, but the week after. And again, at yeah, DC Beer canceled. on the socials. We're not gonna, we're not gonna shout them out. We're not gonna call them out. <laughs> but you know who you are. <laughs> and we're still probably buying drink your beer anyway, because <laughs> we like you. It's that's delicious. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Follow us on the Instagrams and the Twitter. Yep. At DC Beer. Tag us in your posts. Let us know what you're imbibing. Even if it's a fresh, crispy glass of H2O. I want to see that proper glassware. (laughs) Rinse it out first. Cheers. All right, fam. Cheers.